Welcome to the Self-Employment Success Podcast, where we go behind the scenes with financial planner and business owner, Leland Gross, to hear stories of how other self-employed business owners navigated the inevitable challenges that arise on the path to success and get insight from leading business consultants on how to break through to the next level in your business while having a life in the process. And now, here's your host, Leland Gross. Want more from me and the Self-Employment Success Podcast? Be sure to never miss a finance tip or update by signing up for your favorite finance email, our monthly newsletter that deploys on the first Friday of every month. It includes the most up-to-date information on the podcast, financial market musings by yours truly, and more. Go to peacelinkfp.com slash newsletter to sign up. That's peacelinkfp, F is in finance, P is in planning, dot com slash newsletter to sign up. All right. Welcome back to another episode of What Works Wednesday. Today, we're going to take on taxes as a conversation, self-employed taxes. Now, taxes is a huge sphere. So we could have 100 episodes on just tax deductions, tax filing, paying quarterly versus annually. There's a lot there. But we started What Works Wednesday talking about the importance of having an LLC and the fact that an LLC is not a tax vehicle. It's a limited liability vehicle. Um, but you hear people say it's a, it's a tax benefit. It's a tax status. And so I want to address why that is. And one of the main reasons why people think of LLCs and they think of taxes is because an LLC is a chameleon when it becomes a taxes, meaning it can take many different shapes. It's very flexible. Because it's, a, it's an entity that protects you from liability. And then it says, well, how do you file? Do you file as a single member LLC, which is the same as, which gets taxed the same as a sole proprietorship? Do you, are you a partnership that has an LLC? So we need to tax as a partner or a partnership. Are you going to file as an S corp? Are you an S corp with an LLC? Um, and so I want to talk through a couple of these different options because it is really powerful, but there's a lot of misinformation out there, a lot of bad education out there, especially on social media, on YouTube, things like that. <clears throat> so I'm going to take it from a high level for the sake of time. I will disclaim that you should definitely talk to a tax advisor, a CPA, if you're going to go through the process of deciding, hey, what's the best way for me to get the most benefit from my business from a tax perspective? What's the right entity structure and tax structure for me. <clears throat> but let's dive in. So again, you have an LLC that in and of itself is not a tax vehicle, but it allows you to decide how you're going to get taxed. Now, if you have more than one owner, you're automatically going to default into a partnership where everything just passes 50-50 to each of you, unless you say otherwise. And if you don't do anything else, you're going to automatically default into a single member, which is the same as a sole proprietorship. Now, how those work, I'm going to start with single member because it's easier and partnership isn't much different, is let's say you have your business and it has $150,000 of revenue, $50,000 of expenses, and you get net income of $100,000 from the business, <clears throat> from expenses, not taxes. So gross income to you is $100,000. Well, if you're a sole proprietorship or a single member LLC, you will pay 
federal income tax, state income tax, and something called self-employment tax. Now, for W-2 employees, they pay FICA, which is their Social Security, their Medicare, Medicaid. Um, That's 7.5% of everyone's paychecks. And then the employer pays the other 7.5%. Well, self-employment tax, because you are the employee and the employer, you have to pay the full 15. So it, it's a large tax for Social Security, essentially for you, on the full amount of the business's net income. Now, same thing with the partnership, but it just gets divided by the partners. And so if you're 50-50 partners, you divide that 150-50. Now, a lot of people you'll hear will say, well, I'm an LLC tax as an S-corp. The benefit of the S-corp The reason why that's important is because it allows you as the business owner to decipher and to divide when you are acting as the employee and when you're acting as the employer. Because for Leland Gross Financial Planner, there are days where I am doing financial planning. I am working with clients. I'm getting new clients. I'm doing, you know, investment analysis and things like that. And I'm acting as an employee of PeaceLink Financial Planning. And then there's days where I'm doing business projections and working on the business and kind of thinking strategically as a business owner. And those days I'm a business owner. So what I can do as an S-corp is I can say Leland Gross employee got paid a reasonable salary of $60,000 this year, W-2. So I pay myself a salary and of that salary, it's federal, state tax, and then FICA, seven and a half. But since I'm the employer, I pay the other seven and a half. So essentially, I pay self-employment on the 60, not on the 100. Now, the 40 remaining in the business is profit to the business. But because I'm the owner of the business, I can also take that as a distribution which then means I've still paid myself 100 like I would have if I was single member or sole proprietorship. But on the 40, on the profit distribution, I only pay federal and state. I do not pay self-employment tax. So it saves me that 15% tax on the $40,000 of profit in the business. So it's a really powerful tool as you go up the income ladder As your revenue grows, as your net business income grows, you can pay yourself more and tax yourself less. Now, a couple caveats with the S-Corp. You cannot just pay yourself a dollar salary. The IRS is very smart. They know what you're trying to do. So if you're going to pay yourself a salary, it has to be reasonable to your profession. So you can't just say, well, you know, every other financial advisor out there makes $60,000. I'm going to make, I'm going to pay myself 20. It's not reasonable. So you have to pay yourself a reasonable salary. Now, you don't have to pay yourself the highest reasonable salary either. It just has to be a realistic, this is what it makes sense to get paid in this position if it was W-2. You also have to set up payroll. There's some administrative costs if you choose that S-Corp election on your business. You have to pay um, for payroll. It's going to add a different, you're going to have to pay more to have your taxes filed because there's extra filings required. So you want to make sure that the numbers work out to where the tax savings by doing that, 
you that there's enough profit that's getting paid out to you, that's saving you in taxes, makes more than the added administrative costs of having payroll and different tax filing and things like that. So you can do the S-Corp filing if you're a partnership, you're each W-2, and then you distribute your profit. Um, One of you can be W-2, the other one can be just a a part owner and gets profit. Um, Or you can go the single member slash partnership realm without the S-Corp where you're going to pay federal, state, and self-employment tax. One is not necessarily automatically better than the other. Again, it depends on your business, your situation, what income levels you're at. You know, if it's a relatively new startup and it's not turning out a lot of income yet, you're in the building phase, doing it without the S-Corp is going to make a lot more sense, right? Because you don't have to pay all those extra administrative costs and the the self-employment tax isn't huge. Also, with self-employment tax, I don't want to get too far in the weeds, but with an S-Corp, you lose self-employment tax, so you don't get to write off half of self-employment tax. Whereas self-employment tax, half of it is a deduction on the Schedule C side, which Schedule C is another is the actual tax schedule for single-member LLCs. So that, that was nitty-gritty right there. But all that to say, that's why it's important to work with a professional, whether it's a financial planner, a CPA, someone who has an actual expertise in small business taxes to say, all right, if you go Schedule C with self-employment tax, this is what it's going to cost you. If you go LLC tax as an S-corp, this is what it's going to cost you. And to really flush out those numbers. But that is why people say an LLC is a benefit from a tax perspective is because if I'm just a Leland Gross sole proprietor without the LLC, I'm just going to get taxed as a single, as a sole proprietor with self-employment tax. Unless I filed my entity as an S-Corp. Otherwise, I can have the LLC where I can choose what to do. I can choose to file as an S-Corp. And it gives a lot more flexibility from that perspective. All right. I hope that helps. Always make sure to run these numbers by a professional. I am happy to do it, but I also, you're watching me on a screen, so I can't do that right there. Um, And go forth, build the life you want out of your business and prosper. Before you go, I want you to know that this podcast is not intended to be tax, legal, or investment advice. The opinions shared by me or my guests are just that, their opinions. So if you're thinking about implementing any of the information or thoughts from today's episode into your life or business, I encourage you to seek counsel from a professional who knows you and your specific situation and goals. Now go forth, forge your path, and prosper. Thank you.